We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Late night, W-E-E-I. Thank you so much for hanging out. It, can you believe it's already July? And can you believe the magic of Brad Stevens is already happening. 617-779-7937. The text line 37937. Ethan, how you doing tonight, man? Working hard, but I, hardly working. I, you lo- know. I love the shirt. It says it says Geek Squad. I'm like, you know what? I actually know some of the, like the, the actual like punch codes to get discounts there, but I don't use them anymore because I'm an honest, honest guy. Uh tonight's gonna be a lot of fun. Happy holiday weekend. May you've made it already to the Cape and the kids are not screaming for the last three hours. But look, think about where the Celtics were last year at this time. People were screaming, you're, you're giving Marcus Smart how much money? And you're like, look, if, if, if the goal is to move Marcus Smart down the road, you got to pay him what he kind of deserves so that way it looks pretty good going down the road if if that's what it needed to you just look like you have a new coach coming in you've got an environment that's questionable Danny Ainge is just left under a cloud of suspicion well not suspicion but just kind of like you know what what was that about now fast forward a year later and my goodness Brad Stevens has pulled off probably the most powerful trade that you will see this entire offseason well one What a robbery he got for Malcolm Brogdon. After the finals, the question was, who else can get you a bucket consistently to take the the pressure off of Tatum and Brown? Like, how how are you guys going to uh, find someone else who can hit a shot? Think think Game 7, Eastern Conference Final. When Marcus Smart is that third guy taking the shots and they're going clink, clank. Noble, but clink, clank. And so the offseason came and, you know, people were like, well, they need a bench and well, you need a point guard. The turnovers in the finals were just just really in every single in every single round. They were horrible. But in the finals, they just seemed to stick out really, really bad. And so what does Brad Stevens do? Pretty much gets Malcolm Brogdon for a sandwich with cheese. That's it. If, you, if someone told you in the middle of this season that, hey, the one glaring hole that the Celtics would have would be point guard, you'd say, yeah, I'd understand that. And that they would get Malcolm Brogdon for Daniel Tice and Aaron Naismith. You'd say, yeah, okay, that's a robbery. Isn't Brogdon like, Brogdon like the co-rookie of the year? His rookie year? Yes. Now, if you've checked out the KJ and Dondero show on Sundays 9 to 11 here on WEEI, we talked about... Hey, I think Brogdon would be the flyer to take. He would. He wanted you know, Lonzo Ball. But you have what you need. And so you're like, okay, if you get that, Brad, then, you know, it may be tough to find bench scoring because that's what you desperately need. But, oh, my God, Danilo Gallinari. Now, I know others who may be listening around the world who love WEEI from across the – wherever, 
These guys are getting excited about Danilo Gallinari. Why? Because he provides bench scoring. And that's what the Celtics need badly. 617-779-7937. The text line, 37937. It's KJ Late Night still to come. Look, this Kyrie and Kevin Durant situation, I just have to kind of revisit it again because I feel like I was absolutely right from day one with these clowns. Well, not KD. But it's going to be a very pro-KD approach. That's coming in about 20 minutes. But the big deal today. So now the Celtics still have Marcus Smart, Derek White, Peyton Pritchard. Let's be honest. Let's ask the question now. Who's the odd man out? I mean, you've got Smart getting about 18 a year. You got Derek White getting just below that, like 16. And you got Peyton Pritchard who's probably looking at Aaron Naismith going, oh gosh, I just missed a few less shots than you did. <laughs> Will they sell me next, Father? Okay, that's not funny. God, it is. I, I just can't see the Celtics saying, hey, we're going to commit $34 million for two players that are semi-identical in white and smart, obviously smart with a little bit of an edge as the defensive player of the year. But with the deal now for Brogdon and Danilo Gallinari coming, Marcus Smart is really expendable. It's nothing personal, but now I, I think he's the guy out. Because he's now the chip that's most valuable to other teams. I still thought that before, but now more so than ever. You know, if you told me that, hey, Brogdon was going to come, who would I have thought it would have cost? I'd probably say Grant Williams' name would have floated in there. They would have probably tickled the idea of maybe moving Derek White, you know, maybe like a Derek White and Grant Williams for, you know, Brogdon and a pick or something like that. But for Daniel Tyson, Aaron Neesmith? I mean, I think those, if you play daily fantasy, I, I, Ethan, do you play daily fantasy at all? I am not a fantasy guy. I tried fantasy twice. Now, I don't mean fantasy as in like, hey, have the guys come over, be in my basement. I'm in the threats of possibly getting divorced because it's always at my house. Not the Dungeons and Dragons. I'm talking about like daily fantasy where you get like a collection of like 50,000 and you have to draft like six players. No, no, no. So I've never done the closest I've gotten to fantasy is like fantasy football. Oh, and and that's not in, in that the basement in the basement or or just, you know, the just on your phone, just on my phone. OK, just yeah, on my phone. Yeah, I do it football and basketball religiously. Baseball's a bit different. But Daniel Tice, for those who know who pl- who play the game. Daniel Tice is a $3,000 player. Aaron Naismith is like a $3,000 player. These are guys that you sometimes have to force to put in your lineup, hoping that they could do something two minutes in a game, and maybe they could get you over the hump because you've bought like all these $8,000 players. Sorry, I'm just speaking to the Daily Fantasy people there. right? They would understand that. DraftKings, FanDuel, stuff like that. But literally... You give up a couple of $3,000 players who don't see any minutes for a guy who's former rookie of the year and who can get buckets for you. I'm not even going to get into the stats. That's not even important. Because now you feel better that if a shot has to be made and Tatum and Brown are just drastically drained 44 minutes in a game each, you now feel better if the ball's kicked out to Malcolm Brogdon than you were with anybody else who's on the team. For goodness heavens, I was trying to give Peyton Pritchard a chance. But Dak Nabbit, he kept taking a dribble and passing. Like, if you shoot and nail these things, you will show your value. I think time's running out on him. 
So now I think the only thing left for the Celtics is finding a defensive big to come off the bench. They don't. I don't even know if you need if they could score. Score great. We'll go through some names here shortly. But I mean, literally, did you think? And, and there's still the trade exception of seventeen million dollars. And good gracious, Ricky Rubio's gone. So now you don't have to worry about the trade exception being used on some type of kind of last leg guard like Rubio. If you look at what Rubio got, I think it was like three years, 18 million. So there, look, he he was getting 17 last year. (laughs) Yeah, I'll just pay cut. Why not? You know, (laughs) can you pay me in doge? Some players are just, you just don't want to use that exception on someone who's on their downhill. You now say, hey, look. Could we use that $17 million trade exception to get a high-quality bench defensive big to spell Robert Williams? Because, look, Robert Williams came back from knee surgery that Zion Williamson is just starting to come back from. It's just that Zion Williamson you know, weighs as much as Hulk Hogan. From Venice Beach at 305 pounds, Zion But Robert Williams is just in a much more better condition and, you know, was able to get back and, and compete. So he's but he's going to need rest and you can't expect 35 40 minutes out of Robert Williams until you know that need is true that knee is truly settled. So you got room to get a big uh I'll float a name out there just as a teaser. You know Marcus Aldridge is still floating out there. DeMarcus Aldridge. Aldridge. Now I know people are like oh he's over the hill and everything but look could this guy get you 7 points in 10 minutes off the bench and can he grab you 3 rebounds if he could do that? And you've got an exception that is saying, hey, look, just come right on in. We got money for you. Why not? I have to give it to Brad Stevens. I did not expect a full-on reload with minimal results. It's like shock and awe because this is shocking. You know, you see what Minnesota did today. Like they gave up like four future draft picks, five players just for one guy. Tells you what they really think, what's coming down the pike in terms of the draft. I don't know if you watched the draft more than 15 minutes last week, but God, I don't see any of those I didn't even know the NBA draft was on when it was until I saw people tweeting about it that night. You missed it after 15 minutes. 15 minutes, right? And poor, look, I'm so happy Malika Andrews got to do it. It was the 50-year anniversary of Title IX that night. But my God, she was there till 1 in the morning. I was here that, I was here draft night and literally, Ethan, when I came on the air at 10 p.m., you were here, weren't you? I believe so, yeah. You were here. When I came on at 10 p.m., they weren't out of the first round. And when I got off the air, I was here with Joe. And when I got off the air, they were still eight picks away at a quarter to midnight. Horrible. So Brad Stevens doesn't you – know, look, you can give up a number one pick in 2023 because, I mean, if you're good – if nobody's in the first round. It might be some kid that's being born right now and it's some Eastern European country. The college basketball player is is not where it was once at, at, at upon a time. And so to get Brogdon, easily give up only one pick your, your first round next year, and you're presuming that the Celtics aren't going to – if they were to take that pick, right? Let's say, okay, the 2023 draft with the number – 27, 28, you would hope 30th pick? <sighs> this year at the draft, they were saying it was a crapshoot after four. After the fourth pick, they said anything goes. Yeah, I'll give you my first round pick. And Minnesota giving up four of them. Like, 
You can have him for the next decade. And I still don't even understand why they pulled that trade for Gobert to play along, you know, Carl Anthony Towns. 617-779-7937, the text line 37937. Do you, you have anybody in mind you think the Celtics should now target to, to, to add some bench depth? Uh, I think they're I think they're just a, a a possible big athletic big away. Um, I'll throw out some names here in a few minutes. Plus, um, we'll look at some of the NBA deals that were done and who have moved where and so forth. But it almost feels like uh, it doesn't matter. The Celtics didn't lose. I mean, they won and they won early. It's a good day for Celtics fans. And next, I'm I'm going to have to get on you about the Jalen Brown stuff. That that I've got to have a talk with you about that. Because it was pretty sucky just the last couple of days. It's KJ Late Night WEEI 617-779-7937. It's now time for Athens Trend. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. All right, time now for What's Trending here at WEEI and WEEI.com. Obviously, the big news today, the Celtics are making a couple of big trades here today. The key for these trades, and I've got to say, and I'm sure you'd agree with me on this one, is they were able to keep their entire core together. Entire family together. And no one had just to... a draft trick, just a draft pick here and there. Who nobody's ever going to know. Exactly. Exactly. So the Celtics made moves for both Malcolm Brogdon and Danilo Gallinari. I hope I'm pronouncing that second one right. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, massive moves for the Celtics. I think this is great because with all the talk of, oh, you know, do we trade Marcus Smart or Jaylen even Jalen Brown and Katie? I don't think I could roll my eyes any harder hearing any of that kind of nonsense. And then a random person or two on Twitter that even said, move Tatum. I mean, mean, this is awesome for them. This is awesome for them. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, The Red Sox also fell to the Chicago Cubs today. 6-5 and a tight one. Trevor Story managed a couple of runs on the afternoon. Meanwhile... Duran Cordero and Vasquez all had one apiece themselves. I lost Tough money loss, on that though. game. I lost money on that game. How much did you lose? Well, I'm Hopefully. not going to tell you how much you lose, but I'm just saying when Rich Hill gets on the hill, start betting the early inning <laughs> stuff. God! Uh, the Sox play the Cubs again tomorrow with first pitch set for 7.15 p.m. You can catch the pregame show here with Brian Barrett at 6.15 on the Shaws and Star Market Red Sox Network. And then I'm curious if you had heard about this one. I thought this is pretty awesome. Adrian Peterson and Le'Veon oh, Bell God. are set to have a boxing match July 30th. Really? Mano Imano. Do they have like a two-week out clause? Because sometimes you just hate useless violence. I mean, because think about it. Adrian Peterson actually ran the ball in the NFL last year. Like, how do you go from running the ball in the NFL last year to saying, well, nobody's going to answer me to camp. Let's go fight. Listen, as ridiculous as it might sound, this whole celebrity boxing match stuff that's been going on lately seems to be paying off big time for boxing. Yeah, but if it's like non-athletic person or like you want to see Jake Paul get punched in the mouth, right? But when you got like Adrian Peterson and another football guy out there, you know what to make it good? Uh, Untaped hands MMA fight. I yeah. can see that. Yeah, that would be a little, good. Blood, little blood sport going. I mean, I don't know if either of them really want to go that far with the fighting. I think it would Why make would it more interesting. I bet you it cost you at least $60 to watch that crap. I want blood. I want anger. I want a girlfriend could, or two girlfriends. I can girlfriends. tell you're a wrestler. Yeah, yeah, I want to see two girlfriends up there mad saying, stop hurting my baby. Then I'll pay the $65.99. Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, that's pretty much it for trending. I am Ethan Hurstadulu, and that is what's trending at WEI and WEI.com. All right. Trending is brought to you by Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey, which had me out kind of on the floor the other night. No lie. The warm weather is here, and Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey is saying, screw it. Let's shoot it. Lick the salt, shoot the screwball, and finish it with an orange slice. Screwball. 
peanut butter whiskey. Please enjoy responsibly. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The only thing that I would think about is the age, right? That's the only thing that comes into play. If, but in the NBA, I don't even look at anything past three years. So... I'm watching Kevin Durant. I know how hard he's worked. He has gotten injured, but he seems to bounce back. I would feel like he has three years minimum of good high-level basketball. He would fit in perfectly with the team. So, yeah, I would definitely do that. Depends on how many picks or pick swaps uh, Nets would want. Yeah, Ethan, turn that up, baby. Yeah. Yeah, sing it, Roger. Late night. W-E-E-I, it's KJ uh, from the movie Tommy, where a kid who was blind wanted sight to see. And boy, have people been short-sighted about this whole Kevin Durant to Boston situation. What? What? Well, really? For Jason? For Jalen Brown? Really? Two and a half weeks? Two weeks ago. Hey, Jalen is the leader of this team. It's not Jason. Kevin Durant might want to come to the subject. Get rid of Jalen! pathetic here's why you have to put yourself in the mind of a lot of these free agent guys the big stars do not want to come to boston it's nothing personal it might be discussed but it's nothing personal against you it's just the narrative that exists come on we know this it was like the girl who i was talking to in high school and i called her father i called one day and her father says you know so-and-so can't talk to you anymore. I didn't, I thought you were somebody else. So uh, my name wasn't Carson, my last name isn't Carsonelli. You had to know. I'm sitting here talking about how much I love Harlem Knights and do the right thing on the phone. Sorry. But look, Kevin Durant was, ne- did, did, no. The only thing he might have come out of his mouth with Boston is playing a game of spades. And if you don't know how it works, if you think you have 10 books, you call a Boston. That's about the closest Boston's coming out of Kevin Durant's mouth. And so hopefully the acquisition of Malcolm Brogdon and Danilo Gallinari choosing to come here. See, Danilo Gallinari would choose to come here. I wonder if Derek White's going to, well, I wonder if the, the, well, the number eight's available, so that's that's Danilo's number. So that's available. You see, you see what I'm saying? Like, hey, okay, his number's available. You know, you're not taking Tiny Archibald's number off the rafters to give it to Kevin Durant. And you can't give him 35 either. So that right there should almost tell you by mathematic equation that Durant's not coming. You can't you're gonna mark it with a third number. Look, big time stars are not coming to the Celtics. And I've said this time and time again. You better treat Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown right. Because if they leave, ain't nobody coming. And you just saw the draft. <laughs> Cherish what you have right now. I think it's a song by Coolant. Cherish the love we have. You have Tatum and Brown for the rest of their careers if you want. 
but it's the crap that's going on since the NBA Finals from the Twitter sphere. And I know you're saying, look, if these players cannot handle a little bit of of boohooing from the from the no, look, it's a different time, different era. These guys think about their brand. There's no, I mean, okay, true story, Ethan, Ethan, producer tonight. Um, have you ever run into any Celtics player just like in an every, in an everyday situation, a restaurant, grocery store, mall, anything like that? Unfortunately, no. I've run into one. It was Terry Rozier at a, one of those Tex-Mex places where, you know, you walk in, you say, like, do you want bowl or do you want burrito? And then you, like, go to the next station. Terry Rozier was in front of me. Now, I didn't say, hey, you're Terry Rozier. I didn't want a fanboy inside of the Tex-Mex restaurant. But my point is, you're not seeing the superstars hanging around here. Because for them, there's some type of discussion about Boston. Do I know specifically what that conversation is? No. Do I have an idea of what it is? Oh, absolutely. That's why you're not running to them in, in, in your local Shaw supermarket by the Red Sox, you know, you know, I don't, I don't think Cheetos, baseballs or whatever, you know, whatever cr- clever marketing they do. You're not running into them because why do they have to be connected? The the Gone are the days of the players who are like, I am so happy to play in the NBA and for this team and buy mama house. Well, not in Massachusetts because it's so damn expensive, but buy mama house. Those players are gone. Those days are gone. Treat these guys with some decency and they'll treat you right. They'll treat you right. I, You know, I, I saw someone say something about Jalen Brown not being able to hit free throws. Free throws? Are you foolish or are you dumb? These guys hear it louder than ever before. See, in the days, and I'm going to go patino on you, in the days of Parrish and Bird and DJ, there was no talk radio the way sports talk radio exists right now. It was like 11 at 10 o'clock with Sean McDonough was like channel you know, 38 and a half. Now it's daily. That's why you hear all that silliness about like, hey, we're the new media. And, you know, they're like, we're going to be the guys who play the game and talk about the game. Well, yeah, well, shut up when it's come trade time because you've never made a trade. Player. Well, you've never played the game. Neither has your owner. So they can't lash out at them, but they can lash out at you. Now, it's not going to, I don't think I'm going to save anybody. Nobody's going to come up to the altar call and say, KJ, please for, absolve me of my sins. I've been a little heated on the Twitter feed about Jalen and Jason, and I want to repent. You probably got two fingers up to me. That's good. That's what I want. But what I'm also trying to let you know is these players hear it. Remember when Brad Stevens mentioned in a comment uh, recently said, told Jason to just go ahead and take some vacation. What he's what that's code word for? Get off of your phone. Maybe you delete the app for about four weeks, especially after the NBA Finals. And that and that's what's so rich. Soon as someone said, KD is not happy in Brooklyn. Get rid of Jalen. What? What? Be careful what you wish for. You'd hate for Danilo Gallinari to suddenly want bigger money because one of the Jays are gone. Hey, there's you know there's more money here. Uh, I think I should be a starter. Oh gosh, 
So here's Brian Scalabrini further talking about, you heard him earlier about KD and why he would still take him. Hear him, here's, hear, listen to Scal talking about getting rid of Jalen Brown. Do you think that they would do that, where they would take Jalen Brown they? and put it at the Celtics, that they would so, put him out there to get a Kevin Durant? Okay. With the Celtics, yeah. You think they would? It's Durantula. I mean, I know hey, it's Durantula, but I'm just saying, like, the whole ent- Oh, God. You know, say sometimes that you shouldn't lay down on a full stomach because it'll give you indigestion. That's just what happened. You're going to be so in love. Now, look, Kevin Durant is absolute boss. No question about that. But you're ready to potentially give up the farm for someone who, you know, is coming off an Achilles? Because think about it. As bad as the Nets became, not as bad as they were, because remember, at one point, the Nets were the thing in the East. Then the whole thing with Kyrie and then Kevin Durant was out for a period of time. It seems like we have this recent amnesia that goes on. You're like, okay, you can only go by what you have in front of you. And Kevin Durant did spend some time last year on the injured reserve. And you want to give up for him just because it's a name. Not even thinking that, hey, wait a minute. You know the reason why Jason Tatum made All-NBA this year is because Kevin Durant didn't play enough games. So, in other words, they pretty much are in the same position. Where they go? I mean, that would look dumber than actually Rudy Gobert playing next to Carl to Anthony Towns. It would, it would look almost that bad. What suddenly, well, hey, you know, Durant's 7-1. He could jump center if, if Time Lord gets hurt. No. Putting teams together is like an orchestra. Theater. Everybody's got to know their part. Flavor Flav wasn't as dumb as you thought in Public Enemy. What? You remember the clock around his neck and him going, yeah, boy. That was his part. I mean, what what, what, what would you thought of Flavor Flav started talking about, you know, know, metaphysics and the power of universal law? You're like, this dude's going crazy. And that's what it would look like. You need to have people who play roles to each other. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. So, of course, the big story today with the Celtics is they acquire Malcolm Brogdon for a Tice sandwich with some Naismith cheese on it and a first-round pick in 2023. An absolute steal. Danilo Gallinari, I forgot who he got traded to, but he did. they did a buyout. I think it might have been Utah. Did a buyout, and then he went ahead and signed with the Celtics. There's your bench scoring. That can help with the bench. Now the question is, with the acquisition of Brogdon, what happens with Marcus Smart, uh, Derek White, and Peyton Pritchard? If I'm Peyton Pritchard right now, I'm like calling up Apollo Creed in Rocky Three. I need training. Let's run on the sand. I, I need to get that Oregon magic back. I, I need that 100 points that I scored in the YMCA gym to, to, to trans because, you know, time's ticking especially if Naismith is out of there. Because guess, remember? Oh, man, Naismith is a great pickup because that guy's supposed he shot lights out in college. And he got to the pros, the lights out, while we saw a shot go up. <laughs> Game was over. I was already on the green line. <laughs> Psh, next stop, government center. Oh, Naismith's in the game? I'm not missing anything. So my thinking is the Celtics are best served by going after some type of defensive big. If you get some scoring from them, cool. If not, can they can they alter shots? Can they stop things happening? Because 
I'll get into some of the movements that have happened today in the NBA in terms of uh, like trades. Like Andre Drummond is no longer with the Nets. He went to the Bulls. I liked. I wanted to see if Nick Claxton would be available, but he resigned with the Nets, obviously, because if there's no, you know, Andre, you know, DeAndre Jordan. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, if there's no Andre Drummond, then you know it's his spot. Uh, so, Ethan, as I'm talking, I say some of these names. If you have a buzzer handy, uh, I'm going to go through some of these who I'm just like, nah, I pass on them. And if I like them, if you have like a ringer, ding, 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 um, well, I know you have one in there, uh, but just hit that for me if I like them. So uh, just let me know when you're ready, and I'll do it. I'll do what they call in the, in the, in the industry stretching. So... You have to think about when Robert Williams goes out of the game, who is going to be some form of rim protector or a rebounder, right? If they're not a rim protector, they've got to be one that solidifies the shot being only one going up, no offensive boards like, you know, Andrew Wiggins did in the NBA Finals because that was embarrassing. Like, you literally have a team out offensive rebound. There was one game where Draymond Green didn't have a great game. It wasn't a horrible game. It's the game that Steph Curry went off for all the points, and they won the game here game four, I think it was. Game four? Yes, because they lost game five and then lost game six. So when in that game, the sneaky stat in that game was Draymond Green had five offensive rebounds and I think like seven assists. And the only thing that can stop those five offensive rebounds is going to be somebody with size. All right, Ethan, here we go. I'm looking at some unrestricted free agents that are available, and should the Celtics take a flyer on them as a bench player with size who can bring you some points? All right, here we go. The first one, DeMarcus Cousins. He's 31, 11 years in the league. Seems like he's recovered from his uh, Achilles that went out a few years ago, I think when he was in New Orleans. Um, Played admirably behind uh, the Joker in Denver last year. Um, nine points per game last year, 5.6 rebounds. Unrestricted free agent. I take the flyer on him, yes. There we go. That's like a wait. That's like a sandwich bell. Like, like my order is up. There you go. So, okay, so keep DeMarcus Cousins in mind. Uh, Avika Zubox. He just resigned with the Clippers. This is updated since I've been sitting here. Uh, Hassan Whiteside, 33 years old, 10 years in the league. He gave you eight points, uh, eight points per game last year, seven points, uh, seven point six rebounds. Unrestricted free agent, one time all star, I think all star reserve. I'd take, I would say yes. If you, if you can get him to take reduced money, he played a backup role to Rudy Gobert, Gobert last year. Uh, did well, then started to lose some of his minutes to kind of like when they went to like smaller ball. But, I, you know, that's the thing in the Eastern Conference that you will be able to play some big ball like against Miami, against Chicago. You, you're going to have to play big ball against the Bucks. So uh, Hassan Whiteside is someone I would consider. You just hope that he doesn't become a malcontent. Again, the idea is that these guys are still out there. Nobody's ringing their phones right away. Are they serviceable? And can they provide you some defensive presence? Uh, Whiteside and DeMarcus Cousins, that's a little more on the offensive side. But, again, they seem intriguing, and they may they may just take that flyer to come to Boston. All right. Dwayne Dedman, who played with Miami last year, 32, gave you six points, 5.8 rebounds last year. 
I'm going to say no. Mm. I'm concerned about probably his size getting up and down the court, especially if Rob Williams gets in trouble and you know, there's a little bit of speed going up and down the court. You know, Deadman, you know, did some things early in the playoffs of the Miami series, but then became a non-factor, and I thought he would be somewhat of a win protector factor for the Miami Heat in that Celtic series, and he just really didn't show up, and that says a lot to me. So, no one, uh, Dwayne Deadman. Uh, let's see here. I'm just going to say his name, and you already you just hit the buzzer before I even say his name. Hit the buzzer. Mm. And his freedom. Hit that damn buzzer again. The following is a commercial. Yeah. What was that? I have no idea how that got there. That was weird. I hit play on the wrong player, and it all of a sudden just gave me a, a commercial. Well, you, I, you, I have no idea how. People have told you, like, you don't want to watch your personal stuff on the work computers, you know what I mean? You know, so I'm glad it wasn't, you know, bone check. It was a National Broadcasters Association. Oh, okay, good. I was Because I was going to say, if it's <laughs> something else, NAB, uh, I, I'd be worried. Uh, Bismarck Bayambo, 29 years old, 5.8 points a game, 4.6 rebounds a game. I like him. The energy that he gave the Phoenix Suns when DeAndre Ayton, who seemed to be kind of like a malcontent, didn't really seem into it, Javal McGee and Bismarck Bayambo stepped in admirably. Look, Bismarck Bayambo, you're not going to get any points from him. But if you want some serious rim protection, some good haul fouls, some some enforcement, I like him right there. Uh, Tristan Thompson, that's a no. Yeah, we've seen that movie before. Uh, let's see here. LaMarcus Aldridge, 36 years old, 16 years in the league. 12.9 and 5.5 and rebounds a game. Now, the concern I would have is what was the health issue that kept you out the year before, and is it potentially recurring as you get older? So as much as I like LaMarcus Aldridge as an idea, I'm going to have to say no. Uh, Bowl, bowl, hit that X. Dwight Howard, 36 years old, 18 years in the league, six points, five points. He's an unrestricted free agent now. But he played last year. I don't follow basketball super closely, but my most vivid memories of Howard are yeah. from like or, way back Orlando. That's why he's been in the league 18 <laughs> years, right? Like you're thinking about like, wow, he he was still playing when Melrose Place used to come on. I'm kidding. But you know what? I would take that flyer, yes. I know, KJ, you're smoking or whatever, and the truth of the matter is that's not true. I would like to see a little bit of toughness and attitude of kind of like an enforcer. Why couldn't Dwight Howard be the Celtics enforcer? Coming off the bench, things get a little silly with some players or some teams and they want to get tough. You know, I think the Bucks are going to be that team that's a bit desperate. I think the Bucks are the one team that really, really were hurt by the loss to the Celtics. And I think because they did not believe they would get out physicaled that the way they did. Like, you don't think the Bucks wouldn't consider having Dwight Howard in there to be some type of enforcement? So out of all the names that I've mentioned, I like Dwight Howard the most, as crazy as that may sound. Here's why. You won't pay a lot of money. You can use, the, you can use that low exception that you had. I think there's like a $7 million exception that existed 
that's still on the books. I forgot who it's from. Is it? I think no, it's nine million from Tristan Thompson. So you wouldn't even use probably the whole nine million of of exception on Dwight Howard. Let's just say this is the same team that plays Golden State, and they've had changes. I'll get to those here next. Um, in the finals again. Let's say it happens there again. Where you won't expect a White Howard to be in the game playing key minutes going up and down the court. If things start to get out of hand and you need to sh- exude a little toughness, I think the White Howard is your guy. And there were games last year from playing fantasy last year when he was in there um, playing for the Lakers for a little bit and then the year before when he was ba- backing up Joel Embiid in Philly. He was giving you some nights with double-doubles. And sometimes you just need maybe two, three, four of those a season to say, you know what, Dwight Howard was the reason why we got the victory from the bench. So Dwight Howard would be a nice piece if you get some rebounds, get some toughness in there, not be silly with the fouls, but also be an enforcer, can get you a bucket at the rim, still has strength, can control shots from being offensively rebounded. So that's a piece that might be there. All right. It's KJ Late Night here on WEEI 617-779-7937. The text line 37937. Next, we'll talk about some of the moves that happened in the NBA as well as this KD story that just is is mind-boggling, but I totally understand it. I'll tell you why next here on WEEI. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Inevitability, I think, around the Nets and around Kevin Durant that this day was coming. Uh, He had not been in contact with the team for weeks, there was certainly a lot of back-channeling going on around the NBA to suggest you know, that Kevin Durant was planning to, to ask for a trade at some point. And now I'm told that already more than half the league has already called uh, Brooklyn about the possibility of acquiring Kevin Durant, who at 34 years old and still at the very top of his game, and I think as importantly is that, with four years on his contract, and I think certainly the Nets' plan is to really canvas this marketplace and see if there is something akin to a historic offer. And now, uh, I think very much everybody's in play in Brooklyn, certainly. And I think it's very likely that not only Kevin Durant, but Kyrie Irving have played their last games for the Nets. Late night, WEEI. Thank you so much for hanging out. It's KJ. That's Woj with the Woj bomb there from ESPN saying, look, There's literally going to be some type of arms race for Kevin Durant now that Kevin Durant has expressed his desire to be traded from the Nets. And you know what I say? Good for Kevin Durant. I'll get into some of the teams here in a second who I think are going to be real players for Kevin Durant and why some teams that are being mentioned I don't think are going to be in play. Kevin Durant only wants to play basketball. Now, he gets into his emotions when he gets on social media, and trust me, if he cuts me a 3% check off of, you know, two-year salary, I can coach him through all that of how to not give two craps about what's being tweeted. But he's sensitive about what's been said across social media. That's really the only guy's flaw. 
He doesn't play the dramatic games with his team in terms of, well, I don't want to play, I do want to play, or I don't want to play. And I tell people, if you really want to understand the genesis, because I always say if you want to know who someone is, because you can understand the evolving or devolving, is go back to when they first had a chance to have a stage for a lot of these guys, it's college. I'll give you a great example. Ben Simmons, I think, spent some time in Australia, came to America, went to LSU because I guess there was some type of friendship between his family and the coaching staff at LSU. Ben Simmons was considered the number one prospect, went to LSU, and LSU couldn't even get to the NCAAs. In fact, Ben Simmons was peace, I'm Audi before they even went to the NIT and then they rejected going to the NIT. You're like, okay, if you're the best player in college, you should be able to get your team to the NCAA tournament. You know they got 16 slots to get in. He couldn't even do that. Look what Ben Simmons is now. I'll give you another example. You've heard me say it here. You've even heard me put it in a song. Kyrie Irving played 11 games at Duke. Now, feigning injury, and it might have been a real injury and said he was going to have surgery on his foot, and that might have happened. But dagnummit, he was gone by the second semester. I'm going to go get ready for the NBA. Look who plays disappearing acts in their life in this basketball arena. So that takes me to Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, when he spent his one year at the University of Texas, one hand single-handedly dismantled the Big 12. Kansas, get down. Texas, oh, he was at Texas. TCU, get down. Texas Tech, lay down. Kansas State, lay down. Oklahoma State, lay down. Ask Marcus Smart. He saw it firsthand. Kevin Durant was an absolute machine. And here's what's crazy. I think he was averaging like 32 a game. His fresh As a freshman, as skinny as he is now, Again, because, look, you're not seeing a Kevin Durant that's like much more muscular than when he was a freshman in college. But, my goodness, he just slayed and slayed and slayed. Makes me want to watch that show Pose when I get out of here on FX. Just slay. And that's all he wants to do now. During the NBA season, I had told you, I had mentioned, I had overarched the story that Kyrie is getting in the way of Kevin Durant having a chance at a championship led by him. And a lot of people get the narrative wrong that Kevin Durant just went to Golden State because you you forget that three of the guys from Golden State approached Kevin Durant to come join them. That's a bit different. That's like the story that I tell about how my wife and I met. She was in the Miss Black North Carolina pageant, and I was the MC. I didn't want to be there. I'm like, you know, I'm a guy of like a bit, a little bit of age. I don't want to be around these young girls. But then I saw her. I was just like, oh, wow, she's not 19. She's my age. I'll chat. And so we had this dispute of how things turned around. I claimed that because there was one single dressing room, I let all the contestants get dressed first. Then I put on my suit. And she came back in and saw me in my suit. And I said she looked at me like purple, like Prince did in Purple Rain to Lisa about their songs. She was smitten. When she hears that story, she goes, Phew. that's the same thing about Kevin Durant 
having to run to a team. Yeah, my wife wasn't looking at me like like I was Prince. I was like, it really. I was like, oh my gosh, she's come back. I, I'm going to have to get her phone number when this thing is over and not be creepy about it. Truth is truth. And the truth is Kevin Durant is playing bad. He plays basketball. So if you want an end to see of where Kevin Durant may go, I would say check out BetMGM uh, and our BetQL, our sister operations here at Odyssey, where suddenly the second greatest odds to win the NBA title, the Phoenix Suns. In fact, they're tied with the Golden State Warriors now. You're like, well, wh- what's happened? They're not even Andre uh, DeAndre Ayton's not coming back. Uh, they believe Kevin Durant's going to Phoenix. Now, w- what I think Phoenix is going to try and do? Look, Chris Paul, we love you. The State Farm commercials are great, but think about how many accidents happened in Brooklyn. You could be like Chris Paul, State Farm guy in Brooklyn, because Brooklyn is really just a walking accident. And I'm talking about the the organization. It's a bad situation. Kevin Durant had to get out of Brooklyn where Brooklyn's team and its structure isn't about really basketball. Look, Kyrie Irving has one of the highest IQs when it comes to playing basketball. When it comes to walking off the court, you're like, uh, someone need to send him like a PSAT real quick. Fast. Especially one that's like topography. You know, mountains are are west. The sea is east. Then the west. Over the mountains. Then you get to the sea. So good for Kevin Durant for saying, enough. I'm sick of it. If he goes to Phoenix, it'll be very interesting. If there's a wild card sleeper team out there that could be in play for Kevin Durant, just looking at the landscape of the league right now, Miami, they might give up Jimmy Butler. If you said, hmm, do I take Kevin Durant? Do I keep Jimmy Butler? Uh, Jimmy Butler's just been there for a couple of years. He can go. Don't believe any of this Laker talk. Oh, the Lakers are trying to pull off something. Nobody wants Russell Westbrook. Nobody. Bitty teams don't want Russell Westbrook. Because you know what? A brick on a an adult basket is still a brick on a kid's kitty basket. And I know, look, their teams, I thought Kyrie would go to the Knicks or Russell Westbrook would end up with the Knicks, a place where you can be loud and good at nothing. But that's not Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's not going to say, I'm going to go to the Knicks, no. In fact, the Knicks are all jumping up and down right now because they have Jalen Brunson. And I didn't realize this until I was on the BetQL Daily Tip this morning on the hit where Jalen Brunson's father was already on the coaching staff. <laughs> what is this, Hoop Dreams? This is a, Kevin Durant doesn't want to be around these games. He just wants to play ball. And for that, go play ball, KD. I've seen you do it since you were 18 years old, and damn, you're good at it. All right, it's late night. WEEI with KJ, 617-779-7937. We'll get into the socks a little bit. And, yeah, I'm going to have to call some people out about this Tanner Houck situation as well. Hang out. The second hour of late night is next here on WEEI. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. 
Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.